Well, good morning. I welcome you to this Saturday. Trust you're having a good time, renewing your strength, refreshing your spirit. I want to believe that God is helping you. Over weekends like this, we are meant to recover, recover from stress, and then prepare for the incoming week. I believe God has been gracious to you over the past week. Today marks the last day of this week. And uh, it's my prayer that every good thing God has done for you in the last few days, the Lord will consolidate them. You will not suffer any loss out of them all. And all your expectations that are still pending before the week runs out, in the next couple of hours, the Lord will deliver into your hand that which you have desired of Him in the name of Jesus. And I particularly want to pray for as many of us as are having one function or the other this weekend. Oh, you are having a wedding program? or somebody very dear to you is wedding. Maybe your son, maybe your daughter. You're having uh, maybe an anniversary celebration. Whatever it is that you are undertaking, possibly you even have an exam. I'm praying that God will grant to each one of us a good success. You will succeed and you will excel. The presence of God, the help of Jehovah, will grant unto you success. You will not fail. God will give you testimonies. His presence will make the difference for you in the name of Jesus. Have your testimonies in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Now this morning, in rounding off our week-long discussion on storms. I want to say that storms are regular features, all right, in the history of men. Uh, several people have had it. If you are hearing me now, I believe you must have had a, a time of your life you went through it. Uh, you have had your own portion, and uh, you came out of it. And to God be the glory, you came out of it. Just like Paul said, he said, out of all of these, he said, the Lord delivered me and he will yet deliver. It means uh, you've been through it. It's possible you may come across another one. But the same God who delivered you from your Red Sea is going to make a way for you even through your Jordan. That is typical of what God does. Storms are common experiences among men. But I want us to learn from these two categories of men in the scripture. I saw them. They went through storms, but with two different attitudes. And then you can determine, you know, from their story, uh, which one is better. Now, in Psalm 137, 
from verse 1 to 4. Psalm 137 from verse 1 to 4. It says, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they, they that carried us away car- captive. They that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us require of us a mouth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Mm. The above shows typically the natural and common response of most men to storms of life. It is also the mistake that many of us have made before that prolonged our stay in the storms we found ourselves. Don't forget when I talk about storms, I'm not just talking about physical wind that blows. I'm talking about experiences, unpleasant experiences of life, a violent disturbance of one's peaceful atmosphere that we enjoyed. It could be in, in in a home life, in marriages, in relationships, in business, in finances, in health, all right, uh, we could have had one storm or the other. Now, these people uh, made the same mistake that many people made. Here, these worshippers were taken to captivity to Babylon. No doubt, that was not a palatable experience. Nobody would wish to be taken to such a captivity at all. But you see, they got there. They finally got there, you know. They are going to captivity itself was by God's judgment. Now, they got there and they said by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and wept. That is natural. When you are having problems, problems with your relationship, problems with your finances, the likelihood is that you sit down and weep. That is more appealing, more natural. All right? They sat down. They wept. Number two, they said they are instruments of worship. They are harps. They hung. No more worship. No praise. No singing. No celebration. Now, some of us, we have found ourselves in certain situations that uh, even when occasion came and people expected you to celebrate, I hear people say, what is exciting me? Why should I be celebrating? Possibly you are matured enough to have married and there was no man in your life. And then your birthday comes and the people say, ah, Congratulations, birthday. How are we celebrating it? You hear people say, what is exciting me? I'm not celebrating. Heaven, many times, get disappointed at such attitudes. And that was typical of what most of our forefathers did in the wilderness. All right? The Israelites, most of their attitude responses to challenges were so disappointing to God 
all right no water they wept they have food they said no meat they wept and these were not children matured men go and see read through again the book of numbers all right from chapter 11 down and all that see even how god felt about this man's attitude here the 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 the, the israelites were in babylon again and they said there we sat down and wept even those that captured them they came to them they said sing us a song of zion one of the songs you use you know some of us are good worshipers in good times when things are working well for you but the moment challenges come your your songs change your language change your countenance change that is natural but that is not spiritual enough now they said sing us the lost song it's like even heaven putting those words in the mouth of the adversaries it's like god was staring up you know an atmosphere oh yeah come on give them a song come on showcase of the, the the greatness of your god maybe god wanted to manifest himself as such an hour and the words came out of their captor's mouth they said sing god's one of these songs of zion and you hear their response they said how shall we sing the lord's song in a strange land wow how shall we sing no song no praise even their instrument of praise they hung them now let me compare that with uh, the attitude of paul and silas you already know where i'm going there in Acts chapter 16, from verse 25 to 26, the Bible says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaking, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bounds were loosed. Now, if there's anybody that needs to cry, I believe these two men also had a reason to. If they needed to sit down in self-pity, all right, they had a, a good reason, all right? But they decided not to do so. Paul and Silas were in prison, not for any offense they committed, all right, for righteousness they displayed for commitment, their commitment to God, they were put in prison. And the Bible says, at midnight, instead of weeping, instead of sorrowing and regretting, depressed in their spirit, and then discussing their misfortune, the Bible says, they prayed and praised. And as they did that, heaven could not withhold their release. Even God himself came down, you know, because the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. God came down there in the midst of their praises, and then there was an earthquake. I don't know how many days, how many weeks they would have spent there, but their time there was cut short. Praise, worship, cut it short. 
as they prayed, God came down. As God came down, they didn't need any man to come and help them cut all the chains and all that. All the chains binded them. Everything was losing. And then they were free. In fact, you expected them to have run away. They sat down there, there. The jailer, all those who have been given charge over them, when they saw what happened and the, all the doors of prison were opened, the Bible says they were afraid. They wanted to even kill themselves. It was Paul who told them, please don't harm yourself. We're here. That is what worship can do. Sometimes you are sick. In your sickness, you began to praise God. I remember about two days ago that the jail was sharing in the open heavens how a couple, no child for many years, and God spoke to them through one of their pastors to give God a praise, 24 hours non-stop praise. They did that and the pregnancy came. Instead of lamenting and sorrowing and weeping and all that, they decided to do what is not naturally reasonable. And I guess that many of us, your time in that storm has expired. That storm has expired in your life. But what will trigger off your release is your attitude of praise. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 34 verse 1, the the psalmist said, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times means in good times and in bad times. In the daytime, in the night hours. When there is testimony and when there is a disappointment, I will bless God at all times. His praise shall continually, not once in a while, continually be in my mouth. That was a man's declaration. And in Psalm 84, verses 5 and 6, Psalm 84, 5 and 6 verses, he said, Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them, who, passing through the valley of Baca, make it a well. The rain also fill the pools. Now, the, the valley of Baca means the valley of weeping. And the Bible says, blessed are the people who do passing through the valley of weeping, all right, going through storms, going through a very unsavory, uh, a, a, a very unsavory experience in life. And instead of weeping, they turn into a well, a spring, a place of praise. And in Psalm 67, the Bible says, let the people praise God. Let the people praise God. He said, then the earth will yield her increase. And the Lord will bless us. When you are going through some of these uh, torturing experiences, it is natural to weep, to regret, to sorrow. But do something that will surprise God. Do something that will shock your enemy. Sing God's praise. I believe today and this weekend, God is visiting your family. God is visiting your situation. There is a note of joy in the air for you. I want you to connect to the spirit of grace, sing God's praise, worship him, and see what God will do. I pray this morning that the God of heaven will visit you and turn the tide around in your favor. May the spirit of praise, may the spring of joy 
open up in your spirit. I pray that the Lord God of heaven will baptize you into the spirit of joy this morning. All the garment of heaviness, let the heavens remove them from you. Every, every spirit of sorrow, depression, suicidal thoughts, I command them to melt away, to fade away. In the mighty name of Jesus, God will arise for you. As you praise him today, the Lord will raise you up. Joy and gladness will be your portion. You will obtain joy and gladness. It shall be well with you. Have your testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend. Sunday, our God bless your day in Jesus' name. Join us today in Limit Breakers in Lagos. Yaba Lago Meji Sweet Sensation. God bless you.